Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Criminally Mental Podcast, where we talk about criminal justice, mental health, and whatever else we get around to. My name is Cody Green, or Schizophrenic Hippie. My name is Zach Galloway, or Zach Galloway. <laughs> and uh, here's our special guest who's going to be doing our intro, uh, the host of the VTN Network, first of his name, commander of the undead, wielder of Lucille, dead man, in front of the show. <laughs> Thank you, Zach, and welcome everybody to the show. Once again, this is the Criminally Mental Podcast, where dis where discussions are brought up about mental health, about the criminal justice system, and more often than not, how they cross in certain parameters in certain ways and how they affect different lives. Of course, Cody Green and Zach Galloway are both on parole and compassionate release, and they're, they're both here to inform you and make sure that you understand and to spread awareness for what's going on. Uh, here's the show. Thank you so much for that, man. We really appreciate it. Are we paying him to ad lib? Because I didn't think we were paying him to ad lib. Um, I mean, are we paying him at all? <laughs> That's a valid point. That's a valid point. But seriously, thank you to Dead Man. We really appreciate it. Um, we're probably going to have him record our intro from here on out. But as you guys know, I like to do things last minute, and we were not prepared for that today. So you were not prepared. You, were not prepared. <laughs> I was prepared. I mean, you could have been. Prepared. You could have been on top of it too. But it is what it is. <laughs> but thank you guys for joining us. Um, as Zach has said in several of the videos he's made about our podcast today. We, in the future, will be bringing on guests, um, whether it's people with mental health issues, whether it's ex-convicts, whether it's cops, psychiatrists, whoever we decide to bring on. But today is a special episode because it's our very first episode, and uh, we're going to do a little get to know each other to see if, you know, I really want to work with this guy. Or to see if I want to carry him, more importantly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I see it. I see how this is going to go. Um, <laughs> also, shout out to Danielle. Danielle is moderating for us on Twitch, TikTok, and uh, we'll probably have her moderate for us on a couple other platforms once we get ourselves situated. So thank you, Danielle. So we... Sorry, interrupted you there. <laughs> no, I was just saying much love to Danielle. Oh, good. Thank you. Yes, much love to Danielle. We are going to be going through a couple different things today. We're going to start off with a little bit of an introduction. We'll each take a couple minutes, tell you about who we are, in case you're coming from Zach's page and you don't know me, or in case you're coming from my page and you don't know Zach, which is a lot more unlikely. Um, and then we're going to do a bit of an interview. And following that, we are going to play um, Two Truths and a Lie. And Zach, can you walk through a little bit about how that's going to go and what the outcome is. Yeah, thanks, Alan. Um, yeah, so basically what we're going to do is uh, both of us are going to have three three things that we're going to say to each other. Two of them are going to be truth. One of them is going to be a lie. And the other one has to guess which one is a truth and which one is a lie. These are going to be personal facts about each other. And uh, essentially, it's a challenge because the loser, the loser has to do the WAP on TikTok. Wait, the WAP on TikTok. You have to do the WAP dance on TikTok. And I'm excited because yeah. I want to see him do the WAP. I am very excited to watch Zach Galloway do the WAP later tonight, and I'm sure all of you are as well. Hashtag Zach's pretty best friend. Um, Motherfucker. 
All right. So you want to start off, Zach? Give us a little intro of who you are, uh, why you got into social media, and what brought you to the Criminally Mental podcast. Sure. Um, I'm Zach Galloway, as it says beneath my uh, picture. Uh, essentially, I run a TikTok channel where um, I reenact a lot of portions of my book that I'm writing about my time incarcerated. Uh, it also covers some of the time I spent on the street and how I got locked up. Uh, it's turned into something kind of crazy at this point. It really started as me just um, having a way of reintroducing myself back into society because I, I didn't have really any friends. I didn't know anybody. And my boyfriend introduced me to TikTok and it turned into a great thing. It's been a great outlet. I love doing it. It's been a good uh, platform to promote my book. And at the end of the day, it's where I met Cody. So there are some downsides to it. But, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. You should. You should. You should appreciate everything. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's that's who I am. Uh, who are you? So uh, my name's Cody or Schizophrenic Hippie on TikTok. And I think my story is pretty similar. Um, I got kind of tricked into joining TikTok. I didn't want to join it. My wife kept sending me videos. Eventually, I downloaded it. And yeah, if you guys don't know much about my past, I am a diagnosed schizophrenic. I have a nonprofit business where I help people with criminal records find jobs because I also am a felon. I've spent time incarcerated. And so I think that's how me and Zach really got to become connected was through TikTok and learning about each other's pasts and really having an understanding of, you know, both the criminal justice system and mental health. So um, no matter how mean he is to me, I do appreciate you being here, Zach. You're look, you got to look the other way. I'm, I, I do the same thing because you're I, here. I, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get used to. It. Hello, Zach. <laughs> yeah, th thank you, Cody. Yeah. Um, I want to shout out to this uh, hashtag that just got thrown on our screen, which says hashtag Zach Gallowop. <laughs> Canceled. Canceled, <laughs> sir. Canceled. <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, we're gonna do a little interview here. So we both have some pre-planned questions we're gonna ask each other. And I'll ask you the first one, and then we'll go back and forth. So, sure. So, my first question that I had written for you was because you've never told us what exactly did you go to prison for? Ah, okay. So, because I've never told anyone, I fucking hate you so much right now. All right. So, essentially, uh, I got I got a bunch of charges. What I got locked up for my paperwork was just uh, possession, intent to distribute, and also assault, which are really basic charges. Nothing big about that. Uh, I've had many other charges in the past, but that's what brought me to being locked up. Which really isn't that interesting when you get down to it, compared to some of the like some of the characters in my stories. There's some pretty interesting reasons for getting locked up, but uh, that yeah, that's that's all there was to that. I mean, I was I mean, drug addict. I, it could be okay. interesting, depending on who you assaulted. Like if you assaulted Santa Claus, that's pretty interesting. It was over a $5 bet, but I took at least $30 of his teeth with me. So, I mean, uh, it's, uh, that's how that played out. All right. Yeah. It's my turn to ask you a question. It is, unless you don't want to, which I get to. Well, I mean, I genuinely don't want to know about you, but this is actually something I do feel I need to know. So uh, as we know, you are schizophrenic and also a hippie. Uh, this plays to the schizophrenic part. What should I do if and when you start having an hallucination? Because like, obviously we're working together now, we're doing the show. If that happens, 
how would you like me to respond? And is the best way to respond with a bucket of water to the head? Because that is what I'm envisioning. <laughs> well, first of all, I would be very interested to know how you plan on doing that when we're in different time zones and states. Um, logistics, logistics. It's a minor logistics. Part. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I mean, for me, I think it's. I'll start by saying it's a little different for everyone. I think when it comes to mental health, there's always going to be different ways of coping. But when it comes to schizophrenia and me specifically, I prefer distractions. So addressing it, bringing attention to it is what people tend to always do. And I find that the least helpful. Um, because for me, when someone brings attention to me having hallucinations or me under or like me having any symptoms, all it does is solidify that or make it more real to me. So the best thing I could recommend is to get my attention. Like if you see me look off or like pay attention to or talk to someone who isn't here, just try to get my attention. And I mean, that mug alone would probably do it. Uh, dick move. Dick, dick move. The low blow, low blow. Dick move. So, I mean, so if you like in the event you start and you turn to someone who's not there and you start talking to that person, are we talking to get your attention? Like, hey, focus. Like that, or just like maybe less like I'm a dog and more like I'm a person. Uh, <laughs> I call them like I see them. I treat them how they are. So okay, uh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I would recommend more just like conversation, something stimulating to get my mind going and get my head off of whatever's going on. Homie, I ain't gonna stimulate you. <laughs> come on, man. I thought we were close. <laughs> thought we were close like that, dog. Yeah, come on. Mm. That's fair. All right. That's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah. That's a really good question though. Thank you for asking it. Um, I'm amazing. I, yeah, I know you think you are. Um, so my next question for you is being a felon because I am also a felon, but I love hearing other people's perspective as a felon. Was there anything right when you got out that was more difficult with that label of felon? Absolutely. Um, I lucked out because I got a job with um, a guy I was locked up with. We got released on the same day and we were literally in the in the holding tank for the release pod. And he turned to me and he's like, you know, you're an all right guy. You know, we spent some time together. I'm like, yeah, some quality time. And he's like, uh, I happen to have a sports nutrition company. Do you want a job? And I was like, hell yeah, I'm all about that. And I didn't take it seriously at first. And then I tried to get a job other places as a felon. And basically the only options was like warehouse and construction. And let's face it, I'm way too good looking for that shit. So yeah, yeah, uh, I course. definitely, I definitely took a uh, Zach stimulate Cody hashtag. You did. Uh, I definitely took that opportunity. And, uh, but yeah, finding a job was difficult. Finding housing is very difficult. I luckily had family. Thank God I had my grandmother uh, and also reintroducing back to my friends. Cause I mean, like I disappeared for four years in total, you know, yeah. from times of being locked up in bits and everything like that and being out in the streets and everything. So it was a four year gap in time in my life that literally everyone I had to come back into. They're like, so where you been? And there's only so many times I could say Canada before they figured out that I wasn't telling the truth. So yeah, for sure. All right. My All turn. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, so I do want to know this because, as you know, I had I was locked up with somebody who was schizophrenic, and I saw him have hallucinations in some pretty bad moments. What is the worst place and situation 
that you have had a hallucination? Yeah, so that's a really good question. I think it's important because some people always assume that hallucinations happen in the comfort of your home. Well, that's the only time I ever record myself having hallucinations, but having hallucinations in public is super common. And I've had some pretty bad ones. I've had school. I've had uh, hallucinations in the supermarket. The worst I've ever had, though, was before I stopped going to church, I had a hallucination in the middle of his sermon, and I started yelling at someone who wasn't there, and um, we we had to leave because, yeah, you want to talk about some people getting real concerned? Try being schizophrenic in a church. <laughs> That's a big oof. That's, That's a big a oof. Big That's a yeah, big oof. You know, it's I, I can be schizophrenic walking down the street. People will just assume I'm a homeless schizophrenic because that's super common, you know? Yeah, very true. But yeah, that's, no, that, that's a good question, man. Um, that's why I asked it. <laughs> you're just you're just so on top of it. Huh? Can you do? Um, so my next question for you was if you could change one thing about the prison system. What would it be and why? Uh, I would get rid of the bail system that we have right now. Uh, something a lot of people don't know about is you can spend years in county without ever going to trial, just fighting your case if you do not have bail money. And that's terrible. I knew a guy when I was, uh, you know, before I got transferred and everything, I was in county with a guy who had been there for five years because he was fighting his case and he didn't have bail money. And I don't think we should lock up people who haven't been convicted of crimes indefinitely because they're poor. Uh, that's that's yeah. probably the biggest thing that I would change. And also here in Arizona, uh, a lot of places that you get locked up, Maricopa County specifically, you only get fed twice a day. I mean, it's uh, there's just the basic human rights that you would give to, say, a prisoner of war, you're denied. So yeah. those are probably the two biggest things that I would change. And also hookers. I think hookers would make <laughs> Someone in our comments said, "Not enough bitches in prison." <laughs> that's my boyfriend, actually. Of course. Oh, is <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, um, that's how that went. I know you didn't ask, but uh, my if I had to change one thing, I've always thought um, prison needs to be more about reform than punishment. And I'll just end it there because it wasn't my question. But that, that's a good question, though. How would you go about doing that, though? Because I think the same thing. But whenever someone asks me, I'm like, uh I mean, for me, it would be it would be a lot of internal options. So obviously having more recovery. I, my biggest thing is getting people in need of recovery clinics and psych wards out of jail and prison in the first place, because people I, I would argue that a majority of our prison system houses right now houses people that are in greater need of recovery facilities and psych wards or psychiatric facilities. And so my first step would be to get them out and then make prison more about um, job preparedness, housing preparedness, like being able to have the resources you need when you get out. Right. Not just such a cold drop off into nothing. Yeah. You know, like, Hey, you're free. Good luck. <laughs> get fucked. <laughs> All right. My question. Yeah. No, I just uh, I jumped in on your question, remember? Because <laughs> I, no, no. I gave my no, no, no. opinion. I'm pretty sure it's my turn to ask you a question. Because you asked me a question and then you answered your own question like a dick. But <laughs> I, but, uh, 
I mean, we Isn't can it? do it that way, but but it's my question technically. Jesus. All right, whatever. Do the thing. <laughs> but it's for you, so. Um, <sighs> so my question is, I think you'll like this one. So uh, my question is, who is eight your inches? Favorite? What? Eight inches. Oh, okay. Ooh, wow. Okay. Um, so my actual question is, you do these really awesome skits where you portray people that you've known from prison. Who is your favorite person to portray and your least favorite person to portray? That is a good question. Um, okay, so my favorite has to be Penguin uh, for a couple reasons. One, hearing him, the first time I heard that man talk when I was locked up with him, I said like, ah, oh, that is such an iconic voice. And I used to do impressions of him while I was locked up so much that um, there were times where, because he, he would hear the impressions and he thought they were pretty good. Uh, he would have me on the phone with his family and as him. And there was a couple times we got away with it. So, I, I mean, I, but I loved his voice. I uh, I loved everything about uh, just his cant, his, the way he talked. I wrote down so many of his one-liners. Uh, the least favorite has to be Hollywood, just because you guys don't <laughs> understand. I actually, I actually tone his voice down a bit for TikTok because like, the way he spoke was so tragic. It was so bad. I mean, you you hear you hear him talking. You're just like, oh, I hate everything about you, off the bat. So, and when I do his voice, a little piece of my soul dies. Uh, but it goes well with the viewers, and people even pay me to do his voice for like voicemails and stuff. So that would be my response to that. Yeah, I mean, it's comical. I like despite like despite I could tell that you didn't like doing it, but it is it's comical the way you do it. <laughs> And the fact that you have to tone it down makes it even funnier to me, actually. Yeah, it's it's bad. First time I heard that man talk, it was like, oh, you're you're just the worst kind of person. But um, he, you know, he gave me con he gave me content, so I can't complain too much. You know, that's true. Is it my turn now? Can I ask you a question? Yes, you can. I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. I know that I had uh, a lot of explaining to do when I got into a relationship first uh, after being released, you know, uh, because the, the question did, actually, my, my boyfriend did a background investigation on me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Funny story. Because I was, well, uh, you can't blame him. It was a smart move to make, man. You know, and I was like, hey, I just got released. You know, he wants to make sure that my paperwork is legit. And as yeah. as a convict, you can respect that. You can respect that. Oh, yeah. uh, what's that like as a what, what's that like as a schizophrenic getting into a relationship? Because I know that you're you're married. Um, yeah, definitely. You married you married up, which is which is good <laughs> for you, I suppose. But, Can't even um, deny it. Well, yeah. At, at what point was that like a first date conversation? Did you say like, hey, you know, my name's Cody. I'm an Aquarius. I might be a bottom. By the way, I'm schizophrenic. Like, how how did how did that play out precisely? Like, what like what do you precisely? Have to do yeah. So I get a lot of questions about relationships and schizophrenia, and I can speak more about maintaining a relationship because uh, what you might not know is that uh, Allison was with me before I developed schizophrenia. So me and Allison started dating when I was 17. I didn't start having symptoms until I was 19. So it was really interesting so because, got, yeah, well, because she got to watch the progression of my illness. She noticed that I had a problem before I did, you know? And so 
it was really interesting for her to be able to watch me go through this and deny it for so long. And she stuck with me. She tried to help me. And um, I think the best thing with any mental illness is communication. She's not going to know I'm struggling if I don't talk to her. Um, she's not going to know that I like am upset about one of my meds or that I have been having a rough week, that I've been hearing new voices if I don't try to talk to her about it. So I, I would say that's the same for any mental health. If you're not communicating, it's not going to go well. Man, I have such a hard time with that myself. I mean, like realistically, like with my boyfriend, there are times that, you know, he'll he'll turn to me and be like, look, I know something's up, what's wrong. And I'll know something's wrong. Like I'll, I'm, I'll know that I'm having like flashbacks or night terrors that uh, I'm not trying to leave the house for any reason, things like that. But my immediate response is be like, no, nah, I'm good, man. You know, don't worry about me, but I can't be that way. So everything you said is true, you know, and you definitely did it right. You know, you developed the issues after the relationship started, which I think See, is the I smartest way to do things. Yeah. It, it, to anyone listening, if you're going to do it, that's the way to do it. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I'm saying. All righty. Uh, my turn now, right? Yes, sir. All right. Fantastic. So why don't you tell me a little bit about the book you're writing? Because I just learned a little bit more about it today, and I think the people listening would love to learn more as well. Yeah, thanks for watching my content and staying up to date on that, Cody, you dick. Anyway, um, so... <laughs> My book, my book is actually two portions. A lot of people don't realize that. Uh, the first part of the book uh, is about my criminal past and my criminal history because I, I was involved with a group that would be classified as organized crime. I've done some true crime broadcasts about that before. Uh, that part of the book is called American Shadows. And that just follows my career, uh, which starts off with me being at a work camp in California and uh, the progression of eventually ending up in Phoenix and working for a syndicate out here. Um, and the second part is called the League of Incarcerated Gentlemen. And that's probably the content that most people are aware of because that's really what I focus on TikTok. Because anytime I, I do anything on TikTok that's not like jail or prison focused, people are like, oh, yeah, tell me a story about Penguin. It's like, all right, I'll, I'll dance for you. <laughs> here I am. Yeah, here I am. Let's pull the strings. You know, so that's so that's my book. Uh, I have a Patreon that's uh, I release portion portions of that. It is going to be an audio book. I am doing the narration and the voices. So, uh, and I release part of that on Patreon. So that's okay. Cool. Awesome. Hashtag Cody has a power bottom. That is awesome. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> that is not awesome. Uh... <laughs> You already got people in here saying they want to buy it. Oh, we didn't get off that comment yet. Uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's really cool. I, I really like when people take unique stories and, you know, not only share them on social media, but putting pen to paper is a really cool way for people to be able to support you, just like your Patreon, for a way to people to be able to support you to keep telling these stories. And I get the same, you know, outcome when I talk about schizophrenia stories. I have the hashtag schizophrenic story time. So it's really cool when people support us and allow us to continue teaching these stories. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing that there is a community of people out there. And thank you to everyone who's here. I mean, we couldn't do any of this without you guys. I mean, some people especially couldn't do any of this without <laughs> you guys. So there's that. <laughs> true. It's very true. <laughs> 
Um, and someone asked about audiobook. I think at some point you said you were going to do that portion too, right? So you could narrate yeah. all the voices and everything. Yeah, I will be doing all the voices for it and the narration on my Patreon. I've pre-released part parts of that. Very rough audio recordings, but still, they're they're uh, they're me narrating parts of the book. And it's, uh, I've had a good response to that so far. I look forward to doing more of them. Uh, it's just great that I get to share this story. Really, that's awesome. All right, so we're on the last question for each of us here, and then we're going to jump into two truths and a lie, so that mm -hmm. we can watch hashtag. Zach Gallowop. <laughs> so help me God, if you make that my legacy, I will fucking lose you. <laughs> Hashtag Zach Gallowop. Make sure you guys use that one up. I oh, did you tweet? Yeah, yeah. But I also did you see Schizo Wop? Because that was in there too. <laughs> I did. I did. I, I feel Zach Gallowop is. Arguably a little funnier, but yeah, it is. It just fits yeah. so well. <laughs> it does. It does. All right. So here's a question for you. So you obviously come from a background of uh, mental health. You know, that's your whole, that's your shtick. That's what you do. Uh, what, what exactly is the extent of your criminal past? I mean, I'm not trying to G check you or anything, <laughs> but I'm G checking you. Uh, you know I mean? Like, <laughs> no, like what, what is, what is the, what's your portion of the criminal, of the criminal, criminally mental podcast? You know, tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, and like, you know, like we talked about, I love the fact that both of us can relate to both sides of this podcast. So for those of you who don't know, I am also a felon. Um, I spent time in jail for an OWI. Uh, basically when my symptoms first started, I got really into using drugs as a way to cope. That's really common for people with schizophrenia to try to quiet the voices and try to, you know, get more comfortable is the best way to put it. And because of that, I did get in a car accident where I injured someone and it was pretty serious. I was looking at 14 years in prison, um, but because of my circumstances with my mental health and my, um, you know, trying to get clean and trying to do all these big things. I did only receive just short of a year and I was really lucky, but I did get stuck with that label of felon. And when I got out, I was finding it really difficult to find a job besides what Zach mentioned, you know, like anyone could go get a dishwasher job or even construction manufacturing, but I wanted a career I could be proud of. So I started my nonprofit company, which is called One Opportunity Hiring, and I help people with criminal records find jobs by helping them build resumes and prepare for job interviews and all that other stuff. You know, we provide free suits. And so that's kind of my side of how I tie into the criminal and criminally mental podcast, which leads me to my question for Zach. Um, what makes you qualified to be the mental side of the criminally mental podcast? Yeah, it's crazy how that works. Uh, um, I actually have a pretty, uh, pretty good. Um, I, I don't know if "good" is the right word to say. I have a crim I have a mental health background as well. I am diagnosed with PTSD. Um, you know, anxiety, obviously, but most importantly, my mother, uh, before she was murdered, suffered from BPD, and that was something that. Uh, growing up with was really rough because she would be in and out of my life uh mostly because of her addiction to heroin which is kind of like an offshoot of that as well um so that's 
really this is going to be going to be mostly a learning experience for me because i want to be more involved with things about mental health i mean there has to be a reason that you are such a trash human being and i want to be <laughs> able to i want to be able to relate to you on a fundamental level cody is what i'm got saying. it got it <laughs> no, <laughs> no it, it is it is something that uh because I have mostly ignored my PTSD. I've, I've been one of those guys who was like, oh, yeah, I got that diagnosis. I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm a big, tough guy because let's face it, I am jizzacked. But, uh, you know, I, I do know I need to address it. And it's something that I'm hoping doing this will help with because you seem knowledgeable in this one minute area. So I'm just going <laughs> to piggybacking off of your, uh, your knowledge. So, yeah, that's what I'm bringing to the table. Awesome. Well, and I think we'll dive in, you know, obviously we're going to be doing this every week. So remember guys, starting next week, we'll be streaming on Monday nights, same time, 7 p.m. Central and absolutely come back and hang out with us. We will also be uploading all of the audio onto podcast streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff. But the cool thing about this, us spending an hour together every week despite whether you want to or not, um, is that we get to learn a lot about each other. You know, I get we get to learn about our ties to criminal justice, to mental health, and we're going to get to learn a lot about people within those, within those fields. Like you said, we're going to be interviewing not only people who have dealt with mental health and the criminal justice system, but people who are a part of it, too. And we've had a great response from people trying to get on the show. I mean, we're talking cops, CEOs, therapists, uh, people who have been locked up, people who are just getting out. I mean, like literally people from all walks of life are going to be on this show. I didn't expect the response to be that big um, as far as like potential interviewees. But I mean, everything from former cult members who have escaped a cult to people who have been fired for being whistleblowers as CEOs, you know, uh, have auditioned to be on the show. So we're looking forward to this. Yeah, no, like you said, the response has been overwhelming. I mean, not even just for people wanting to be on the show, but people excited about listening. If you can see right now, we have 185 viewers right now, which is insane for our first podcast. And we even warned you all that this was going to be a train wreck, train wreck, and you still showed up. Did you just say train wreck? <laughs> I said train wreck. Just to prove my point, apparently, of how bad this was going to be. That went from one to woo real quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, just a prime example of what I'm talking about. And for anyone, I did have some people ask as well. Um, because we are uploading this onto podcasting, streaming uh, podcast streaming platforms, we will not be editing or uh, doing anything with the audio. So what you hear during our lives is what you'll hear if you listen to the podcast, which I think is a really cool thing. I think it gives us more of a genuine aspect. You know, there's nothing sugar-coated. There's nothing edited out. What we say is what's going to be on the podcast. So, ooh-woo. Ooh-woo. <laughs> Hashtag Twainweck. <laughs> Twainweck. Get out of here, man. Get out of here. Uh, that's that's going on a shirt. That's going on a shirt. That's no. On. God, no. Um, it will be on Spotify, Spotify for those asking. Twainweck. Get out of here, Zach. All right. So 
well, Zach is on here being goofy, he couldn't just let it slide either. He had to call no. it out. No one would have said to. anything if he, <laughs> if he wouldn't have called it out. Um, <laughs> but yes, we're going to transition over now to the moment we've all been waiting for, the Zach Gallowop. We are going to play two truths and a lie. So how this is going to work is the night is going to end with Zach uploading a picture of him doing the WAP because he is inevitably going to lose. Okay. Can we, can we, okay. So let's, let's establish, could it be tomorrow? Cause I need to learn the WAP. Okay. I'm glad you're coming to terms with the fact that you're the one who's going to have to do it. And yes, I will let you do it tomorrow. Um, two things. One, two things. One, get fucked. Second, I'm just trying to be professional. I don't want to bring a sloppy wop to the. Oh, I regret that wording real quick. <laughs> oh, a sloppy wop. I like. Okay, uh, can I just point out? I like how you said first thing be professional or first thing get fucked. <laughs> second thing be professional. Right, right in a row, and you didn't even catch it. <laughs> but yeah, no sloppy wop was not a great choice of words there. <laughs> I regretted it as soon as it left my mouth. Oh, yes. So how this is going to work is we're going to go one at a time. So I'll start with the statement, and then Zach will do his first one, and we're going to go back and forth until both of us have done three. Then each person has two – should we do three minutes to question or five? Mm, We'll just just do it by out of questions, how about – yeah, because right. I don't think you'll have too many. If it gets over five, right. we'll have someone let us know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so that's how we'll do it. I'll start, or we'll have you start with the statement, and then I'll start, and then we'll go back and forth until both of us have done our three, and then we'll have three to five minutes to ask questions to try to figure out which one is untrue. Okay, so just to be clear, I'm going to make a statement, and then you're going to ask me questions about said statement, correct? But we're going to do the questions at the end. So it'll be questions about all the statements. I, okay, I got you. Now I'm, I'm on board. There Hashtag professionalism. Professionalism. <laughs> get, some, um, get some hard, get some mad raw XD energy going here. <laughs> uh, someone said when you said Twain wecked, they inhaled their ROM. That's <laughs> literally trying to kill people right now. Floppy Galawap. Sloppy Gallowop. Yes, I love that. That's that's going to be a shirt design, everyone. <laughs> Man, my Google search is already weird when you type in my name. It doesn't need to get weirder. It does. That does not it does. After you made a grinder for me, it's it's all going downhill from here because I refuse. Here's another good one. I, Hashtag professional sloppy wop. Should I just leave now? I feel like I just leave. <laughs> yes, you probably should. It's probably it's probably better if if we just end it now. Um, yeah. All right. So let's get into the game here. I got to get settled because I'm gonna make sure that people get the Zach Gallowop tonight. <laughs> so we, you know what, we should discuss what happens if both of us get it right or neither of us get it right. Mm, we let the fans decide, obviously. All right. That's a perfect response. I love that. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> All right. So why don't you go ahead with your first truth or lie? So 
He's going to say three statements. One of them will be a lie. Two of them will be true. And it's up to me to decipher at the end which is which. Okay. Uh, I am an Eagle Scout. All right. Are, are you going to uh, elaborate at all, or that's just it right there? I thought you were going to ask me questions about it. Oh, okay, okay. No, that's yeah, true, that's but I thought you'd want to, like, talk a little bit about it. I don't know. <laughs> okay. In the what are the Boy Scouts of America, I achieved the rank of Eagle Scout. Okay. Right. Is that good? Is that good, Poifessa? Poifessa? Yes, that's very good. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so I think – my first one will be that I didn't have a diagnosis of schizophrenia while I was spending time incarcerated. Bro, you can't do that. My boyfriend is your fan. I've seen your content. Mom is going to know that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll do something more personal then. I, th that was my go-to. Now I don't know what to do. You, you act like my boyfriend does not have a crush on you. That's right. I forgot about thing. that because because I never watch your videos. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you don't have a choice, motherfucker. I know. No, I, I got to watch it, but I know what's yeah. going on. Um, so I guess my first one will be that now I'm so unprepared. Because all the questions I prepared actually would be something you would probably know from videos. I didn't think that far ahead. I forgot that your boyfriend watches all my videos. It's That's a tough one. Oh, here. Here, I got one. So I had a goth emo phase in high school. Bro, you've shown your pictures on TikTok. This Have is getting I? embarrassing. Shit. Yes. Part of being schizophrenic is that I forget what I post online. So you're, you're making things up. You're making things up now. This is, this is. I, I'm not making it up if it's true. <laughs> All right. Personal. Okay. How about this? I also achieved Eagle Scout actually from the Boy Scouts of America. Do you feel big? Feel big do not. Me? Do not. Do I feel big? Yeah. Do not tell me I've posted a video about that because I know I haven't. No, you haven't. <laughs> But yeah, so, okay, yeah, it is finally. Okay, um, I currently am living in exile from a country. Okay, I'm just taking notes here so I can quiz you on them later. Please do. I'm taking notes on your tragic statements. Hold on. Well, it would be easier if your boyfriend didn't watch all my videos because I forgot about uh, that. We'll take that up with him. I have no control over that shit. I've been on TikTok for over a year now. I've pretty talked, pretty much talked about everything there is to do with my life. Bro, I do like 14 videos a day. So, I mean. That's true. You do a crazy amount. That's why it's so hard for me to keep up. Yeah, that's All right. right. So, I guess my next one will be. Um. My so I've talked about my mom, so I won't use that because one of my things was going to be my mom has schizoaffective disorder. Um, one of the other things I want to talk about is my dad. He died when I was young, but he also was diagnosed with BPD and DID, which at the time was multiple personality disorder. Is that the statement? Or is that just yes, the... that's the statement. Oh. So my dad, it's about my dad because it was originally going to be about my mom, but it's about my dad 
dying when I was young and having a diagnosis of multiple personality disorder and BPD. Fair. Okay. Uh, my turn, yeah? Yep. Okay. Sorry, I got to pull my list. Um, I took tap dancing lessons as a kid. My grandma made me, but still it counts. Why do I feel like that one's the lie? Like it's too simple to be like, I feel like that one's, I, I won't call you out now, but I just, I I'm, I'm leaning towards that being the lie. That's too easy. I feel like, um, That's all right. I feel it. I feel go for it. <laughs> all right. So my last one would be, uh, while I was in high school, I did track including pole vaulting. All right. And just Sorry. so the fans know, uh, the people watching and listening, moving forward, we might continue to play this game if you guys like it. But moving if forward, we're probably going to do categories. So three, it's going to be two truths and a lie, prison edition or mental health edition or something related to like a specific category. But let us know if you like this and let us know how you like watch watching Zach do the WAP. hate you so much. All right. Do you want to question first or do you want me to go first? I will question you first. Um, what is the actual name of the pole that you vault with? I don't actually know. So I only, I should specify, I only did pole vaulting for like a semester. I didn't make it a full year in high school as a pole vaulter. I wasn't good. I was terrible. So when I say I did pole vaulting, I don't mean like I competed in events. I mean, like I started track and ended up spending all my time in high school, um, wasting my time and doing nothing and not going to practices. So I started pole vaulting, but I don't actually know a lot about it except for how to hurt myself when trying to pole vault. Fair. Okay. So that was my question. So you, you can question me now or whatever. Oh, we're going back and forth? I was going to give you just oh, no, no. like three okay, minutes yeah, yeah. to ask any questions. All right. Uh, what age were you when they found out about your dad's diagnosis? So my dad died when I was only one years old. And so I didn't. I wasn't actually like born when he was diagnosed. He died three days after my first birthday. I just know from my mom that he had those diagnoses because she told me when I was younger, um, she was really open about my mental health or about her mental health, she told me that there was a chance that when I got older, I could develop schizophrenia or one of my dad's mental health because she did a lot of research and found out that it was possible for me to develop it later on in life. So she was really open with me about it, but I wasn't alive when he was diagnosed. Okay, that's fair. Uh, what was your Eagle Scout project? Um, I did, oh my goodness. Well, the one thing I remember is the little carts. Like back in before before you get to Eagle Scouts, there's Cub Scouts. And I remember doing the carts that you make. I don't know if you guys do them in your state. In Wisconsin, we all do little carts. And that's to celebrate like when we get done with the popcorn stuff, the popcorn sales or whatever they used to do. They would have the little cart mm -hmm. thing. My project, by the time I got to Eagle Scouts, I wasn't super invested in it. Um, so I didn't have like a lot of badges or anything like that. But I think I did like, I did it with someone else. 
And it was something super simple because like I said, I wasn't invested at that time. I was already looking at sport. What are you looking at? Get out of here. Nothing. It's, I'll be completely honest. I don't remember a lot. I was in Cub Scouts. I was in Eagle Scouts, but I wasn't invested. I didn't go to a lot. And in my area, we didn't have like the cool Eagle Scout stuff like you guys probably have. Cause I've heard of some people being able to do like shooting bows and arrows and doing like, they didn't do a lot of camping and stuff with us. It was pretty like, don't look at me like that, man. You're going to be disappointed if you choose that one. But, uh, you know, you know, you know that Eagle Scout is a rank, right? It's the highest. Yes, rank. I know no that. Rank. But like in, in my area, what they did was they literally just gave you the rank. If you went into it in high school, you're going to be disappointed if you choose that one. But nah, 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 nah. you're a pretty girl, but I don't think you're a very good liar. <laughs> Thank you. I am a pretty girl. All right, you wanna you wanna question me? Oh, are you done with your questions? You're you're satisfied? I think, I, I think I've heard all I need to hear, yeah. So turning it over to the other side. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Um I usually don't take questions without a lawyer present, so you should feel lucky for that. Um Okay, first of all, as, I'm the chief here. Okay. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um <laughs> so my question since you asked me, what was your project for Eagle Scouts? Uh, my project for Eagle Scout was building cabinets for the drama department in my high school, as well as uh, writing, directing, and casting a play that we did as a fundraiser for the local homeless shelter. Because an Eagle Scout project, which is required to become an Eagle, means Don't you have to do me something like that. that benefits the community and has a certain amount of hours that it needs to take to become an Eagle. So that was my project. Okay. I'm trying to remember. I don't even think I did a project, to be honest. Um, okay. Um, what country are you exiled from? Ireland. Ireland. Why? So, okay. I was 18. I was staying in London at the time. And my best friend was coming over to meet me. He couldn't fly into London. He landed in Ireland. So I figured, hey, I'll just take a ferry over. I already spent plenty of time in both places, Ireland, London, blah, blah. Um, when I got to the ferry in Holyhead, Wales, they wanted to charge me like 80 quid to take a little boat, the equivalent of like the distance it takes the average American to go to the mall. So that seemed ridiculous to me. So I did what I feel any reasonable person would do, and I snuck aboard the baggage claim part of the boat, which everything was going fine. Everything, everything was fine. The plan was going according to everything I set out, and then I landed. They found me sneaking off the boat. And then one of the Irish cops, the guardy, uh, came up to me. I didn't know he was a cop, legitimately. I thought he was just, you know, another Irish dude. And uh, he put his hand on me to turn me around. And my response was, I chose violence, Cody, is what I'm saying. I chose violence. And uh, essentially, that's what landed me in lockup over there for a minute or two. And then I got, uh, I got the official exile from Ireland for illegal entry. And uh, they didn't charged me with assault because I was surprised. But yeah, I was let go two days before Christmas in 2006. And yeah, so now I'm not allowed back. Okay. So retell me that story in your best Irish accent. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, Automa automatically, no more Irish followers. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I, I don't know. It seems believable, I guess. 
Um, how does that get you excelled? Did you have to go through like some sort of court process or like, like, or is it because you had like some sort of visa? They just took away your visa. So I may have already be living in the UK without a visa or legal documentation of that. So they couldn't prove where I came from. They couldn't prove where I was going. So they had to detain me for a long enough time for the actual American embassy to like give them my fingerprints to determine my even citizenship. So because I didn't have any paperwork, I was flagged and I'm actually still flagged anywhere in the EU when I travel just because of that stupid mistake. Go ahead, look it up. Do it. I dare you. Hmm. Interesting. Um, let's see. My last question. Why would you lie about your grandma putting you in tap lessons? Okay, first of all, <laughs> it was a little bit of a lie because I kind of... Okay, so I saw Dancing in the Rain with Frank Sinatra when I was like eight. Okay? Yeah. And I loved Frank Sinatra as a kid. And it was one of those things where like, I want to be like Frank Sinatra. I want to do that. And I asked Explains my grandmother. The hat. I asked my grandmother if I could do tap dancing lessons. So she put me in tap dancing lessons, and I did really well at it. And it was like a super cool thing until I was like eleven. And then when you're eleven years old and still doing tap dancing, suddenly you're not the cool kid. You know what I mean? Suddenly. So it became, yeah. Well, okay. Well, go fuck yourself, Cody. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I will never forget the time that like I, I got picked up from school and my grandmother yelled from the car window, Hey, do you have your tap shoes with you? And I lived with that name for so long, so long. Was it so, a Tappy yeah. Galloway? Is that what they called you? Hashtag Tappy Galloway. I'd actually rather not say the name they called me. Oh no. Now it I feel bad. It was tap dancing Willie because I was fat. I was a fat kid. It was free Willie. Oh, uh, no. it was, yeah, it, it that legit stuck with me up until I'm like I went to a different school, so that was rough. Said well, way to make me feel like a dick, Zach. <laughs> you should feel like a dick, actually. Well, that's thank tough. you for letting me live, live my trauma. That was awesome. If uh, if I believed that story, I would feel really bad right now. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Say whatever you want, Eagle Scout. All right. All right. Any last minute questions before we go? I think I know what the fake one is. So I think I'm good on my end. Do you have any last minute questions? Nah, I'm good. I'm solid. All right. So I need you to, just to make sure you're not cheating, write it down. Do you have a pen or paper in front of you? See, this is what professional wisdom is about. You got to tell me this beforehand. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about it until just now, but I don't want you to try to change your answer last second. And I'll do the okay. same. There's a all right, let's check this. Check this out. There's All a right. comment here that says his lies are more detailed than my truths. That's what I was thinking too. I think he's just a real good liar. Ooh, people are already putting in their predictions. I love it. All right. So you're writing yours down too, right? You fucking cheater. Yeah, I did. I wrote it down. Okay. 
We're, we're writing down what we predict the lie is, right? No, you're writing down what your lie is. So when I say it, you oh. can't say it. Okay, hold on. He's going to be so disappointed, guys. You're not an Eagle Scout. You're not, dude. So just get over it. I guess we'll see. Yeah. All right, let's go. All right, ready? So mm-hmm. we'll both say our predictions, and then we'll flip them around, okay? Okay. So my prediction is that you did not get tap lessons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I thought, boy. Okay, my prediction is complicated because I know you weren't an Eagle Scout because an Eagle Scout would know what his project was. So I guess I'm going to go with that, Eagle Scout. Yes. So you almost you almost had me. You legitimately almost had me. Here's the thing. I was in Cub Scouts. I never fully went into Eagle Scouts because I did get bored of Cub Scouts. And so I never went. And that's why I didn't know you needed a project to be an Eagle Scout. Yeah. And once I gave a dry hand job to a drummer, it doesn't mean I fucked Travis Barker. What? <laughs> Are you I said? What I said. I, okay. <laughs> so we both lost because we both we're well yeah we both lost so i guess people have to decide what they want our punishment to be um i think since we both lost we should both have to upload it but that's just my opinion let's ask the fans see what they want should we both do the wub? double wub? <sighs> that's that's what i was afraid of i don't want that to be the answer but it seems the most fair Almost every every single response has been the WAP. Yep. So tomorrow on TikTok, both me and Zach will upload videos of us doing the WAP. I need you guys to do us a favor and pick out three hashtags for us to use that we said today. It could be any three combination. Let's vote on some of the hashtags that we're going to have to use for the double WAP. Schizo Galawap. <laughs> I hate so, you for dragging me into this. You were the one who chose the WAP, by the way. That's so what you asked me to think of it. <laughs> All right. So Galawap definitely has to be one because that is just gold. Um, and then I think it's not fair if we do Galawap and not Schizowop. So we'll also do Schizowop. Thank you for making me a part of this. Yeah, of course, you know. <laughs> um, and then we got, I don't know, I'll let you choose the last one. We could do hashtag, um, oh wait, where was that one? Sloppywop, hashtag Zach stimulates Cody, hashtag, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Twainweck. <laughs> Twain Wick. I want Twain All right. Wick right now. I figured you would choose that one. We'll do hashtag Twain Wick for the win. Mm-hmm. So we both have to upload the WAP at some point tomorrow with the hashtags Galawap, Schizowap, and Twain Wick. <laughs> All right. 
Well, we are in the last five minutes. Zach, I know it was a bit of a twain whack, but I want to thank you <laughs> for being here. I had a lot of fun, and I really am looking forward to continuing to do this with you. Oh, yeah, this was, uh, this was, this was okay. On a scale of one to ten, was it like on a scale of being it as twain whack as possible up to ten <laughs> being we're professionals? Where do you think we landed today? Uh... Somewhere, like, I think if, I think six or seven, like a solid gross, you know, I mean, it was pretty gross. <laughs> no, this was fun, man. I enjoyed this. And I think people are enjoying this too, judging by the people that are, people that are here and everything. I mean, I'm sure they'll tell us. They're not, uh, they're not shy about telling us what they dislike. So Yeah. I mean, we got some pretty honest comments, four out of 10 here, someone said, um, you know, but we also got a 20 out of 10, which evens out a little bit. So, Hey, and that's from Captain Caveman. You don't become an officer for nothing. Exactly. So, so yeah. no, honestly, I'm really looking forward to some of the discussions we have around mental health and the criminal justice system. We'll try to announce our guests um, at least three days prior to every episode, just so everyone's aware. And as soon as we're done here today, make sure you check us out on Spotify and any other podcast streaming platforms because I'll be uploading this immediately after we get done. And I really do appreciate everyone being here. I know Zach does too. Without your guys' support, we wouldn't be able to do stuff like this. So thank you so much for being here. I was giving you a little little space to jump in there, Zach. Thank you for your preparedness. Uh, sorry, I was thinking about hot dogs. <laughs> of course. Makes sense. <laughs> Hashtag not a twain wick. No, thank you guys for coming. We really do appreciate this. And remember, if you want to be on the show, upload a TikTok to, uh, and tag our account, Criminally Mental Podcast, with an audition video. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. I mean, fancy is cool. Maybe wear something nice, do your hair. I don't know. Anyway, um, just say like what you're about. Say uh, what your story is. Are you from mental health? Are you from the criminal justice system? Whatever it is, let us know. We are taking auditions for the show, and we've had a great turnout so far, and we're looking forward to getting all your stories out there too. So yeah. please jump on board and be a part of this. And without you guys, this would have been a real Twain Wex. So thank you guys so much for joining us. And we are looking forward to seeing you next week. Starting next week, we will be posting on Mondays instead of Tuesdays. Zach was so nice to work with my schedule today um, <laughs> because we are planning on using, yeah, because we are planning on using Mondays to stream, same time, 7 p.m. Central. And if you can't catch us, be sure to find us on all podcast streaming platforms. And we really appreciate you guys being here. Thank you so much. And yeah, anything else you want to say? We got another minute, Zach. Um, honestly, I I've said this a couple of times, but I'm always a little bit floored by all the support you guys give us. I mean, we've been talking about this all night, getting this set up. Uh, the followers that, that we both have, you guys have come out in numbers to make this happen, both on a financial basis and just an emotional support basis. So, I mean, like your likes, your comments, your shares mean so much to us. This is something we both feel passionate about and we're both really excited about doing. So thank you for being a part of this Twain Wick that is the Criminal Mental Podcast. <laughs> yeah, and be sure to follow us on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. We'll be posting all sorts of content on those platforms. And hopefully we'll be able to do a little bit of a meetup here soon so you can get some 
content with both of us in the same place instead of a different time zone away. Right. But yes, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. Um, we're going to miss you guys until next week, but thank you so much for being here with us. And hashtag train We will see you all next week. See you guys.